Back with another edition of the Boilers Extra Podcast. Following Friday night's 78-69 overtime loss to North Texas in the NCAA tournament. So Purdue is one and done. The season is over. Um, I couldn't believe that basically we watched a replay of the Ohio State game from the Big Ten tournament tonight. The deficit wasn't as large. But the way this game played out compared to the Ohio State game was similar. Purdue got down early in the first half, trailed by eight at halftime. Purdue was down in the second half, made a run, forced overtime, and then the other, you know, North Texas just took over in overtime. Same thing Ohio State did a week ago. Uh, you know, it's a it's a pattern. It's a you know a theme that can't get rectified till next year. But it does bring in some questions about uh, this team. Not not in a um, not what I would call a negative way, but just. And I've always said this on this podcast. I've always said this, and I, I'm pretty sure I've written it. Um, you know, this team, whatever it did this year, was always done with the idea that it was setting itself up for the future. It, it, this year was about getting the freshmen integrated, getting the freshmen playing time, getting the, the older guys more experience in starting roles getting guys developed, getting everyone on the same page and acclimated to Matt Painter's system and all that. That, that, That's what this year was always about. And I'm I'm not taking away what happened these last two games or overlooking what happened these last two games. But that's what this year has always been about. And I, you know, and I think I've been pretty consistent in saying that, you know, if Purdue would win a game or two in the Big Ten tournament, that would be great. If Purdue would win a game or two in the NCAA tournament, that's great. That was, I felt, always, always their ceiling. You know, I'd never, you know, I they could have got hot and won the Big Ten tournament. They could have uh, won these two games won two games in the NCAA tournament, maybe challenged Baylor or whoever else is sitting there in the Sweet 16. You know, maybe. But I always felt Purdue was a year away. And I still think, you know, they they have to be a year away now because they lost. But, I mean, if you look at these last two games, and and I think for most of the year, Purdue... I would say the last, since early January through the end of the season, at least through the regular season, I think Purdue played above its its collective age. And they played well. And they got hot. And they, they learned. And they grew together. And they matured. But this was still a young team. This was still a a young team that was gaining experience. 
And tonight they came up with it against a team that started four seniors and played like an experienced team. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not saying the freshmen are not ready for the moment. This team's not ready for the moment, but there's something to that a little bit. Where, and not that North Texas has been through a lot of NCAA tournaments and postseason, but they have a lot of guys that have played and played a lot and played with composure. Um, and Purdue just had too many mistakes tonight, too many unforced errors. You know, a couple of Travion Williams passes that sail out of bounds. You know, some missed box outs. You know, inability to get out on shooters. Uh, things that have happened throughout the course of the year. You know, Purdue couldn't play through its post tonight because North Texas did a good job of, of shutting off that lane. And other teams have done that to Purdue. But tonight it gets magnified because it's the NCAA tournament. And there's so much intensity and there's so much... Uh, there's so many eyeballs on it that, you know, this is, you know, when you're preparing for a game like this, this is what it's all, you know, you're focused on this one single game and you're doing everything in your power to, to win that game and take away the other team's strengths. And North Texas did that. But I never felt this year Purdue was, was in a position to be the darling of the NCAA or win the Big Ten Championship, either regular season or um, tournament championship. I just never felt they were at that level yet. Um, But now they need to be at that level. And I think they will be at that level. They will be uh, one of the favorites to win the Big Ten next year. And they should be. And they'll be, you know, when... Joey Brackets does his off-season bracketology. Purdue should be a top four seed at worst, maybe a three seed, maybe a two seed, assuming everybody comes back. You know, assuming the the dynamic of the team stays the same. But we all know that won't happen because teams change, and they'll be different. They're already going to be different because you're losing. Micah Shrewsbury to Penn State. So you're going to have a new assistant with a new voice and a new way of doing things. And who knows who may leave. Um, You know, we did talk to Travion Williams tonight after the game, and his intention is to come back, but he'll see what he'll see what's out there. Um, So it won't be the same team, even though a lot of the same players will be back. It'll be a different team. But it'll be a team that I think will remain hungry and really dig in in the offseason if they can have a normal offseason to make to put themselves in a better position going into next year. But yes, it ended quickly. The last two games are, I think, as I said on a previous one of these episodes, you know, it'd be a bummer if they lost in the first round of the tournament. You know, from a fan perspective, from from you guys that follow the team, it is a bummer. It is a bummer because it was was a good regular season. It was one that 
went beyond whatever expectations were out there. Uh, but they just couldn't continue it for, for a variety of reasons. And there's, yeah, you everybody can nitpick at, you know, all the list of things that happened and um, all that kind of stuff. But I just don't think this team was... It just it's, it's just not their time. It just wasn't going to be their time this year. doesn't mean they couldn't have beat Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament or beat North Texas tonight. But it's just not it's just not their time. Again, starting now and starting in the offseason, it is their time. And they're going to have to to work harder than they ever have. To, to put themselves in the, in the in the same position again and understand what needs to be done in these games, these tournament games that mean more, that bring more intensity and bring more energy. And they're going to have the experience to, to handle it, I think. That is assuming everybody that needs to come back comes back. And you stay injury-free. And all those other things that, while Purdue did have some injuries this year, and they lost Stefanovic to, to COVID for three games, um, you know, they had to deal with some of that adversity. But everyone that was injured, Jaden Ivey and Eric Hunter Jr., you know, you knew you know, you knew were coming back. You know, they, they haven't suffered the fate that other teams have, have suffered and that's you know and that's how you have special seasons by keeping everybody together and Purdue had a had a special regular season it it didn't have a special postseason but it had a special regular season but now the work um, really can ramps up after a couple days about getting getting in position to get back and do it again. It's going to be a long offseason because games like Friday is going to weigh on their mind. It's going to be a long non-conference schedule because games like this are going to weigh on their mind. And, and you know, they'll lose games in the, in the regular season next year. I'm just telling you right out, out of the gate. Even though I think they should be picked in the top three in the Big Ten, and I think that they have a chance. Um, they, they probably needed to win a game or two in the, in the NCAA to maybe move into the, you know, maybe a preseason top 10 team. But this is clearly a top 15 team in the country next year with, with everybody that, that should be coming back. And then you're adding Caleb first and Trey Kaufman Wren. That will, uh, that will help those guys are going to play and they're going to play minutes and they're going to bring a little bit more off the bench uh, than, than what's coming off the bench. Uh, so again, Purdue will have the personnel to do something special next season, but it's going to be a long time. You got, you got to wait, you got to wait a full year to get back to this point. You got to wait a full year and just, just think about the year that everyone had to wait to have an NCAA tournament again. That's how long you have to wait to get back to this point to to see if Purdue can get past it. And 
you know, a lot, a lot will depend how they, how they handle their regular season and, and what happens and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, it's not, it's nothing is guaranteed. Uh, but you know, I like the makeup of the team. I like what, I like how they handle themselves. You know, if they keep the same work ethic that they've had, the same attention to detail that, that they've had, if they're looking to always improve, then I think they'll be in pretty good shape. Uh, you know, just a couple things about the game in particular. I mean, Purdue comes back down seven with about six minutes to go. It doesn't look good. Then, you know, they kind of chip away and, oh, my God, here comes Travian on a fast break. <laughs> it's like hide the women and children. <laughs> I mean, I don't... It was just, it's like, oh my God, you know, where I was sitting in the, uh, uh, in the basket on, on Purdue's bench, right near Purdue's bench, and he's barreling down that way. I'm like, oh Lord, he's going to dunk it. And if you remember, he had a similar opportunity in the Ohio State game, but, but gave it up. And that was a, and that came in overtime and that was a kind of a, a somewhat crucial turning point, but he put that thing down oh my gosh and uh, I don't know why anybody would try to block that shot but they did uh, and then Jaden Ivey's off balanced zip de doodah layup was another oh my moment but you know they missed free throws they missed three free throws in that stretch I think it was 57-55 when Travion dunked. TV timeout. He misses the free throw. Jaden scores, ties the game. Chance to take the lead. He misses the free throw. Uh, Isaiah Thompson goes to the foul line. Misses the front end of a one-on-one. So there were opportunities there for Purdue to get the lead. It's one of those games where... You felt like if Purdue did get the lead and with the ball, that they would probably be in pretty good shape. But they never got the lead, and they clearly never got the lead uh, with the ball with a chance to extend. Uh, but I think you credit North Texas for the, for those for those situations. Every time Purdue got close, North Texas had an answer. You go back to the first half, and uh, Javon Hamlin ripped off eight straight points after Purdue got within striking distance, and all of a sudden it's an 11-point game. You go to the second half, he scores eight straight points again after Purdue got within one on a Jaden Ivey, uh, I think a Jaden Ivey three-point play. But then Hamlet goes off and scores eight straight, and North Texas has got control again. I mean, that's... And, we, and we've seen Purdue do that at times this year. We've seen when teams have gotten close, Purdue was able to make some plays uh, down the stretch uh, of games. But, you know, North Texas did it in an NCAA tournament game. And, you know, Purdue's got to do that. You know, if it wants to be viewed as being one of those teams, taking that next step, you know, Purdue's... Purdue's got to do something like that. And, you know, North Texas did a good job of uh, getting 
getting the the isolations that they wanted on offense uh, against certain defenders, uh, and they shut off the uh, Purdue's ability to play through the post, which it's done all year. And I think I said a few times that Purdue would need to hit some three pointers to to really loosen up things and keep you know keep the pressure on North Texas. You know, Purdue did hit three-pointers, but they didn't hit enough. But they also didn't have enough inside. And Purdue's been at its best this year when a lot of people are involved offensively. And tonight you had Travion and Jaden doing the heavy lifting. And Isaiah Thompson had a good game coming off the bench. Uh, Gave him a spark. He got a lot of minutes tonight, I think 28 you know, got a key deflection at the at the end of a regulation that uh, that forced uh, uh, North Texas to take the ball out with uh, you know 1.6 seconds to go. Uh, but so I mean, they did get some contributions here and there. But you know, you just it's it's some little things. Mason Gillis was a beast on the boards. Really, really did a good job on the boards. Um, But, you know, Purdue didn't have its collective offensive effort or offensive performance, I should say, that it's had in other games this season. And, you know, North Texas did. And they got a lot of guys involved. A lot of guys stepped up and hit big shots. And that was kind of the thing Purdue was was missing tonight was getting a few more players involved to really create that balance attack but you know again North Texas was better from start to finish even though this this game went to overtime uh, you know I think North Texas was the better team tonight um, and you know they've got a chance to to make some noise in the tournament with the with the seniors that they have and the playmakers that they have. And and it was, you know, I thought Purdue could play through the post tonight and really dominate the paint. I mean, they have 20 offensive rebounds. um, And at one time, North Texas was winning the battle in the paint. I thought Purdue should have and and I just thought they would own the paint tonight on the offensive end with Travion and Zach. But uh, North Texas did a good job of forcing the ball out on double teams. And, you know, when you, know, when you really dig down on it, you know, maybe Zach and Travion held on to the ball too long. Uh, and, and Travion does that a lot. He holds on to the ball a lot. Uh, looking to make his move, uh, but maybe that's a, a situation where you get the ball out of his hands a little bit quicker. Him and Zach, and, you know, Zach did. Uh, you know, Zach. Zach didn't look as comfortable as he looked in other games, um, and that's the thing. You know, Purdue did, Purdue was just not, except for a few stretches. Purdue was just not comfortable. 
on the offensive end uh, tonight. And I, you know, it's a credit to North Texas. I thought they made them, thought they made Purdue uncomfortable. Um, and you know, that's what you're supposed to do. And now it's Purdue's turn to make teams like that uncomfortable as you as you move into next season. And and you know, that's going to be, you know, they're they're going to be a year older. Hopefully a year wiser, and you know you should you should expect big things from Purdue, and don't be afraid of the expectations. Don't get all squirrely when Purdue's picked to win the Big Ten by somebody, or Purdue's you know look out for Purdue going to the Final Four with well, preseason magazine puts that out there and. Uh, August or September next year. You know, embrace it, enjoy it, have fun. Uh, you know, I think too many Purdue fans get, get caught up in the whole. Uh, well, don't pick us high. You don't you know? Because you don't you know you feel like you'll be disappointed if you if if you're picked first and you finish second. No, just you have a good team. I mean, Purdue has a good team, and I know these last two games kind of put a damper on things, but Purdue has a good team. They do. And they're going to have a good team next year. They just are. That's, again, assuming everybody's back that needs to come back. But they're going to have a good team. And they're going to have a good season next year. And they're going to put themselves in a position to kind of erase what happened this year. Because they're, they're that good. They're not going to fall off the map. They're not going to, to slide uh, because of whatever reason. Jay Ivey's going to get better. Uh, Zach Eady's going to get better. Brandon Newman's going to get better. Mason Gillis is going to get better. Uh, you go right down the list. Those young guys are going to get better. And, you know, this will be for another edition, but when you start looking at next year's team... You know, where does Ethan Morton fit in with the minutes on the perimeter? You know, Painter Painter firmly believes he's the best passer he's ever recruited. But unfortunately, we didn't get to see those skills this year because he got knocked out with Mono earlier in the year and just never got back into a rhythm. He doesn't want to use that as an excuse. And it's not an excuse, it's reality. And, you know, he, he's kind of... A, He's kind of a, a, a new face that nobody knows a lot about. So you're, then you're bringing in two, two other new faces that, that are going to help this team. You know, you're going to get, you're going to get help at the, at the four spot. You're going to get help on the wing. And you've got another guy to play at center when, uh, when, when foul trouble hits. So, you know, embrace the expectations. And... You know, you know, there are, there are teams leaving this NCAA tournament this year that have no hope for next year because everything was put into this year. But you know, Purdue has a lot of hope going into next year, and I just hope fans kind of enjoy it and look at it from, you know, you have a good team, be proud of it, be. Be eager to see them play, 
and don't pull your hair out if they lose, when they lose. Not if, when, because they will. They'll lose games. And you just got to deal with it. Uh, so, uh, you, know, you know, next year, I guess, for you guys, can't get here soon enough. For me, I need to chill a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a dis- it was a disappointing night for Purdue fans. I get it. I mean, nice crowd on hand. Um, you know, a lot of people hadn't seen this team play in person. You know, except for the Big Ten tournament and then tonight. So a little bit of disappointment there. But uh, you know, this program this program's heading in the right direction. And uh, you know, again, I think I think their time is coming. And and we'll see when that is, and we'll see how that develops. But I think it's I think it's coming pretty soon. I think it's uh, uh, it's something that that is on the horizon, and you can see it. Um, but there's also a lot of work to be done, and uh, just the makeup of this team and its its, its character and all that kind of stuff. I, I think we'll we'll push it there. It's a good, uh, on the surface, it's a good group of players because you know, I, we didn't get a chance to really interact with them this year other than on Zoom. You know, tonight was the closest I've been to the Purdue bench all year from a seating standpoint. Um, but, you know, it's a good group. You know, they put a lot of time, put in a lot, put in a lot of effort. Um, and it's, it's disappointing it ended the way that it did, but, you know, things happen in life and you got to deal with them and this will motivate them and push them into the off season and push them in the next season. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Well, we appreciate your time stopping by, uh, again, uh, enjoy the rest of the NCAA tournament. I think it'll be fun to watch. It's already been fun to watch. Um, obviously a unique tournament with everything in Indianapolis and uh, we'll see we'll see how the, this whole event plays out and uh, we'll see who we'll see who'll be standing at the end uh, today was also the last day of spring football there's a video interview with Jeff Brom on our website at jconline.com where he kind of recaps the spring and questions that are still out there about, about his team. Uh, so, and then uh, Purdue will be hiring a, uh, a secondary coach, most likely, at some point here in the next few weeks. And um, so there, there's some some questions there that they'll be able to, that they've got to get, they've got to get answered and get some things settled down and, and all that kind of stuff. But We'll, we'll deal with some more football here as we as we work through this and uh, recap the basketball season and look ahead to what to what's coming uh, down the line. So you know, feel free to check the website. Uh, feel free to hit me up with questions or concerns or comments. Happy to happy to listen to any of them or read them. However you want to however you want to get them to me. All right, well, again, appreciate you stopping by, and uh, enjoy the NCAA tournament, and have a good day.